All right. So what I wanted to talk about is the Exorcist TV show. Okay. Um, and maybe Craig came up with the idea of uh, horror, Christmas horror movies like Krampus. Yeah. He's got a new theory for the, the ending. Oh, really? Oh, man. Like, yeah, I have two, two endings for that movie. I can't remember the ending so much. I mean, it's been a while since we saw that. Yeah, I, I, um, my family, we watch it every year. Is now, a oh, do you? It's now a Christmas uh, tradition. I don't, I don't think I've seen it since since we all went to see it. Really? Yeah. My kids like it so much, we made it into a tradition. And then my my nieces and my nephew and my sister were here last year, and we watched it, and they <laughs> okay. liked it. Yeah, I, you know, I should try and watch it with my daughter. She's she's gotten into horrors now, so she. Uh, I mean, she it's, like it. it's yeah, it's different. It kind of has has a bit of a Christmas tone to it, right? Yeah, a little yeah, Christmas sure. story. Killer. Uh, Gingerbread Man and Jack in the Box. And <laughs> so, just to recall the end, right? The kid sees Krampus and all those little dwarves. Yeah, yeah, elves. Elves. Yeah, I'm, assu- I'm assuming they're supposed to be like an elf, but yeah. like an evil elf. And he sees them there, and they're at this like fiery pit or whatever. And he he takes the Krampus bell and throws it at him and says he wants his family back. And then he winds up getting tossed into the fiery, the fiery pit. pit. Yeah, and he wakes up in his bed, and it's like Christmas morning. And everyone's having a good time, and then and everybody's still alive. He opens up the box, and the Krampus bell is is there with him. And then they just show like the snow globe. Yeah, yeah. Krampus is looking at the snow globe. Yeah. So what's your theory? So we we all take the ending as that they were sort of punished or put in the snow globe as a punishment. Yeah. Right. I yeah. think that's what everybody assumes happens. Is yeah, like they're trapped, in, like they're trapped a in like a snow globe. Yeah, so is it like a, so it's not a good day. ending? Yeah, so it's not a good ending. So well, well, I, I don't know. Are we all basically trapped in our own snow globes anyway? <laughs> yes, <laughs> perhaps. <laughs> so my other ending theory is that it's sort of like when Santa Claus, you know, how he can hit everybody's house yeah. Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. How he can? I'm thinking that it's Krampus's portal to everybody's house. Oh, and so he's, he's sort of a, you know, he's the. the the shadow of St. Nicholas. Oh, so that's how he gets into So that's a portal. I'm thinking mm. all these snow globes. He has a snow globe for every... So he did He did give the whole family back, and they're all okay. That, yes. So mm. that's that's my other theory, right? So it's it's more of a, a happier ending, I guess. Yeah, that, mm. that might be the case. I never thought of it that way. I, I kind of thought it was like a punishment, you, but you might be but right. But it could make sense because, you know, all the snow globes are... Yeah, but because they always said his... The grandmother said they always leave one person behind to tell... Yes. You know, with the Krampus bell to tell the tale or whatever. Hmm. I'll have to watch that again. It's uh, between, uh, you know, drinking and getting old uh, <laughs> and watching a lot of movies. I am uh, not remembering the end of that. that Well, I mean, as you guys are saying, it's, it's coming back to me. But uh. Okay, so the next thing I want to talk about is I sent you guys the trailers to New Mutants. So this is Fox kind of doing a horror spin. I was, I was impressed. On the next group of X-Men. That looks really awesome. The cons, I mean, I don't really know... The, the origin story of the new mutants, but I, I, I like the concept and, and the uh, the doctor or nurse, whatever she's supposed to be, kind of explains it really well when she talks about like baby snakes being the most rattlesnakes being the most dangerous because yeah, they yeah. don't they don't know to how control to control the venom. venom, right? Yeah. And then I was like thinking, I'm like, yeah, I guess. I mean, most most times what we see X Men, it's they're already adults, yeah, you know, and we've seen yeah. we've gotten into like adolescence a little bit, you know, with At the, the school, yep. right? But but not like like children, yeah, you know. And the group of characters that they picked to be the new mutants in this particular version of the new mutants mm-hmm. is fits well into a horror genre because you have the girl that plays uh Arya Stark, she's gonna be Wolfsbane, 
Oh, okay. So she turns into like a werewolf. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they did a quick glimpse, if you watch the trailer again, of magic it laying in her bed. She was like a little girl and she had a small purple dragon. Because magic has this giant yes. oh, I purple that. dragon yeah, in I the that. comic book. Uh, so they, it was because they just show it like a glimpse. Mm. You see this little blonde girl laying down, and she's got like this I purple that. dragon like under her arm, kind of looking out. And I and I paused it. I'm like, yeah, oh, that's awesome. They got magic, wolfsbane, and the fire uh, in the that dryer machine or yeah. dryer. Yeah, um, that's um, sunspot. That was Sunspot. Is that uh, is that the kid from Stranger Things? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It looks like he's going to be pretty cool. Yeah, I thought it looked really good. I and, was like, and pitting it as like a horror kind of spin is kind of nice. Yeah, it did. It looked darker. Yeah, it was interesting. I read a little bit about their ideas for it, and I thought, wow, that's probably a really good idea. Yeah. So, and then the other trailer I sent you guys was uh, Someplace Quiet. Yeah, I thought that was really cool, and I uh, John. Krasinski, like I, uh, I, I really only know him from The Office. I think I, I know he recently did like a uh, war movie that he like was supposed to be like all buffing and stuff. I don't remember what the name of it was, but uh, like I, didn't to, see that. To, I, I forget what it was called. I was, I was looking up like uh, to see like what other movies he's been in because all I really know him from is is The Office. Yeah, that's all I. Um, and he's actually him. married to that Emily Blunt, who's his wife in the movie. Oh, that's yeah, cool. They're they're a couple. I, I found that out today too, so that's kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, it looks like the whole thing is is a silent film, r- yeah, right, or at least the, the parts that they've showed us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's kind of cool because they even did like if you saw everywhere they walked, they had sand. Yeah, and the and the game pieces for the for yeah. Monopoly were like little Knitted. like felt squares. Yeah, and, uh, the one the one scene that I was kind of making me wonder what the big bad is going to be is like when they showed the it looks like claw marks down yeah, the down so down the side like, of the like going to be like some sort of like mon- like a giant like monster of some sort or it seems that way. Yeah. yeah. And I guess they they hunt them. I guess that's what from what I what I read in the yeah. And it makes me wonder, like, are these monsters blind or something? They only go by sound. Yeah. Because if you're out there just in the woods, you know, doing your business, but you're trying to be as quiet as possible, maybe they just can't see you. Yeah. Almost like, uh, remember, uh, Pitch Black. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. Or uh, Don't Breathe Evil. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Or was it uh, also in uh, Jurassic Park? They uh, they they told the kids not to uh, not to move no because remember she had the light and she was flashing it yeah 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 it was the, the transverse t- rex right uh, his his visions based on movement that yeah don't that, move. that's it yeah so <laughs> it makes it be a harder movie right i guess yeah <laughs> if we're just sitting around yeah sort yeah, of so had a, a feel like the village too m night Shyamalan. yeah i didn't really like that movie. you know I, don't, I didn't see that one i think the reason was i didn't see it was because my, my younger brother he, him and i watched some of the same movies and he didn't care for it, so I just never, never watched it. Yeah, M Night, like after what was that one? Unbreakable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there were a lot of shitty movies after but did, that. Did you yeah. see Split though? Yeah, I mean, fantastic. And and they were just shooting that recently <laughs> in in Allentown. Yeah, um, and apparently, like Samuel L. Jackson and Bruce Willis and and uh, James McAvoy could be found at various locations. Yeah, actually, yeah, I have a friend that ran into um, Samuel L. Jackson. He has a picture of him and, oh, yeah? and Samuel Jackson, yeah, in Allentown. He was at uh, Grumpy's Barbecue. Oh, got to say that um, Split, like James McAvoy, was was, was <laughs> awesome in that. Like, I, I heard rumor that there's there's the possibility that he might get, like, an Oscar nod for, the, for that. But That be, would be cool. Because of the movie, like, it's, the you genre. know... Horror movies and, and comedies don't typically get, you know, Oscar nods. No, but his acting was fantastic. It Every was. time he played a different yeah. character, he was like And he would voice. switch characters sometimes, like, right, right there. Like, you know, I, I thought it was really good. Yeah. That was the first M. Night Shyamalan movie I'd seen in a while, you know. Yeah, it was, it was probably a pretty good one because Lady in the Water was horrible. There was a couple that were just, like, they were just bad. 
They're just bad. Yeah, he only has a few good ones. Yeah, uh, well, the first one that he did that was really good was that Sixth Sense. Sixth Sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I, I think Sixth Sense and then Unbreakable is the next one. So there was like two right off the bat, and then I think he there was that one with um, didn't he do one with Mark Wahlberg? Signs. Signs. That was horrible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think that was the last one that I kind of like wanted to see. And then uh, Paul Giamatti. That was Lady in the Water, right? Oh no, uh, Mel Gibson was. And, oh, Mel Gibson was in Signs. Signs. Yeah. And Mark Wahlberg was. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. What was the Mark Wahlberg one? Hmm. No, that was Signs, right? Wasn't he like? No. Uh, then what one was it? No, Mark Wahlberg was in the one where there's some type of I think disease going in there. We're sort of running. Yeah. yeah, that's right. And it was like it just moves through the air and was killing people. Yes. Yeah. What the hell was the name of that one? I don't. That one wasn't terrible. Damn, I don't think. Damn it! Now you're gonna make me Google it because I need to know. <laughs> yeah. yeah that, the, that. that one wasn't as bad as as the Mel Gibson one. Yeah, that wasn't like the countryside of Bucks County too. And then the, the, the village was, that was the one we were talking about earlier. Yeah. But Lady in the Water, that was the one with Paul Giamatti, right? Yes. I didn't see that one. I didn't, I don't know, I just didn't. Yeah, no, I, w- I don't think I had any interest in. The Happening. The Happening. The happening. That one was bad. I didn't like that one. <laughs> it was really weird. The Village, Signs, The Happening, Sixth Sense, Unbreakable, Split, Lady in the Water. The last Airbender was horrendously bad. I didn't see that. Oh, my I God. Didn't see that so, so the sequel, I guess. The Visit was good, though. I don't. Did I see that one? I don't think I saw that one. That's sort of a holiday, kind of horror movie. <laughs> it's pretty gross, but yeah. Oh, you have you have to see it. Yeah, the visit. yeah. You got to watch the visit. <laughs> okay, that is. I, I think that's like one of his typical surprise endings. Oh. Yes, it's, and it was. It was like the sixth cent, you know, where, where the end. Mm. You're like, wow. Yeah, you know? because they kind of advertised it as one type of movie, and then you sit there and you're watching it, and all of a sudden, it's not that yeah. type of well, movie. It's something right. else, okay. and it's. Yeah, it's pretty. It was pretty gross. Pretty intense and gross. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was. I think it was one of his moments where he's like, ah, "Fuck it, I'll just whatever. <laughs> I'll do something gross." This People time. are talking shit about my movies anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it was really. It was good because yeah. it was. It was good because it was surprising. It mis. It would use a little bit of misdirection to make you think one thing was happening right. when something completely different was happening. Yeah. So that was a big surprise. And then the gross. Just pure gross-out effects. Yep. Was there... Um, and they were. They were really gross and Was disgusting. there a big-name uh, talent in that one? Yeah. Um, I can't remember. <laughs> you can make me look at no, it No, I think, I think uh, the kids from The Visit were in a, in a recent uh, horror movie as well. Uh, the girl that's... Split. The, was, was she in Split? No. Yeah. Catherine Han. She's from uh, Saturday Night Live, and she does a lot of the co- comedic kind of wife figures mm. in, the, okay. in some movies. Uh, but it has uh, the grandmother is the nun on on the new uh, Exorcist TV show. Oh, okay. I don't think I've gotten to the nun yet. Oh, you haven't? Okay. No, yeah, I'm only on episode three, so yeah. I don't. I so don't once you get to the nun, that's... that woman was the grandma in okay. the visit. Yeah. That was that was. You it's funny because I almost forgot about that movie, The Visit. That was that was yeah. recent, wasn't it? And like I thought last, yeah, it was like, like a again, year or two ago. Better. I, I remember. Okay, movies. I remember the I remember the uh, the previews for it now. It's about like two kids going to visit going to visit their grandparents. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The okay. Yeah, oh, all right. Oh, oh. You got to watch it. Yeah, right. you have, you have so to. good. All right. Yeah. Wow, I almost forgot about it that. Does, one. It takes place in the winter. So, like I said, it's, and that was his. Sort of take it as a holiday horror movie. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I think when I went to see it, I didn't remember that it was an M. Night movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was just going to be some sort of like, so it was supposed to be like a horror movie, but the way that you felt it was going to be about was completely different. Yeah. Than the <laughs> there. I remember like near the middle of the movie going, what the holy crap? <laughs> It was good. Now, The Exorcist. Yeah, speaking of The Nun and The Exorcist. Season one. That was a great segue. Nun, 
grandma to nun. Yeah, and there's another nun I think we want to talk. So about that too, right? so it's on Fox, right? Like it, like it it's originally on Fox, and they just yeah. started season two, I think, like like last month. Yeah, yeah. So it's and on appar- Fox. Apparently, after the first season, there was rumor it was going to get canceled, but um, then Fox like turned around and decided they were going to renew it for a second season. From what I from what I read, that's awesome because as far as I can tell, it's fantastic. I, I'm about halfway through it, and it's really good. I really like the first season so far. Um, I, I, I go on Bloody Disgusting sometimes to, to read yeah, about horror, yeah. and, and the, the guy who did the review of it like did a secondary review, apparently, and he apologized for his first review because he, <laughs> he, he panned it when he first watched it, but I guess as he as the episodes went on, he started digging it. Nice. I really liked it after the first episode. Like I, Again, like you're watching a horror on TV, so you're not really expecting all that much, but I got to tell you, like I was sitting there watching it like, Feeling like that, like that eerie vibe you get when you like when you. Yes. I still when I watch The Exorcist, like and I, you know, as an atheist, you kind of like yeah. whatever. But, yeah. But it still grabs you. you yeah, know? it it's does. Like, yeah. yeah, and I think I didn't give it a chance because of the bad reviews too. Yeah. And yeah, you know, like I said, when I watched the first episode, I was hooked and I was impressed. Yeah. With the you know the the acting and the and the, and the cinematography and yeah, I, yeah, I didn't even know it existed until you said it. I was like, yeah, I read the reviews on Bloody Disgusting, and but they had a better, they had a good review of it too on um, Arrow to the Head. Mm-hmm. That's another horror website I read. Yeah, I've never reviews. seen that one. I'll have to you gotta check, check that out. one out. It's uh, so Bloody Disgusting. Arrow to the Head gave it a good review, and then I thought I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, I, when you said it, I'm like. I'm, what yeah. is that like a net straight to Netflix or like yeah. a but yeah it's a Fox and and it kind of makes an interesting twist around episode five actually episode four was pretty pretty intense too because once you see you get to episode three uh, and you see that gory ending right it just kind of jumps from there it like goes totally crazy from there yeah well I. Uh, and then the character development becomes very deep at that point I thought they did a really good job of kind of getting you to. Other other than the father who like the very first episode, like they really played up his his brain disorder. But then in yeah. the second episode he's sitting there playing Jenga and like remembering stuff and, and then like, episode three on the on the train. Yeah. Yeah. So I I forget, did they did they kind of talk about what his, his they did it in episode no, one and I no. I was trying to remember if they did in two or not, but I don't think they, think really they did. did. Like no. cause you assume maybe Alzheimer's, but yeah, or, or dementia or something, because what the girl called him a potato. <laughs> yeah, right. <It's, laughs> I like that. That was pretty cool when um, Father Tomas, like guys, and this is this is I think priests in general. They always try to tell like some story to to make a point about whatever it is you're like doing at the time. Yes. And he was telling that story about the, reading the last rites to the woman who was in the coma, and um, she, she came out of it and was all like. You know, he, she remembered conversations that were being had around her while she was, while he was out, and yeah. he said, "Never put your hands in his face again." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Whoa, guy seems all so happy go lucky," and all of a sudden yeah. he just basically like you know puts it in her place. Like yeah. that, was, that was nice. And then as he, I think was it the first episode or the second episode when priest was there, and as he was leaving, that's when the dad like started talking that to was him. The first episode, yeah, and yeah. The, the he's like, "What?" Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And then he just he repeats. Yeah, he oh, said, "Thanks for coming." He tells him what what uh, what train stop it's off of or whatever. Yeah, and he's to, like, what, to, are, what are you talking about? Yeah, to find the priest that he was think he's dreaming about. That yeah, so really um, that I I liked too how like you know because it was the first episode and like you you don't really know anything about any of them and and so when you're first watching it like I thought the two of them knew each other. I didn't realize it was a dream that he was having that he was actually in the other guy's situation. But yeah, yeah. Something that happened eighteen months ago, I think he said in the in the in the sh- you know the episode. 
Yeah. And um, they kind of gave a little background of both of the priests, which was kind of nice. Yeah. So you kind of felt like, all right, you understand kind of where they're coming from. Yeah. Um, and the fact that, you know, the, what was it episode two or it might have been three when he was at that wealthy person's house talking about, you know, when he left, when he was born in Chicago, went to Mexico and then came back to Chicago and... Yeah, no, that was an episode one. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yep, he was telling yep. uh, when he comes back, um, he goes over the first time to um, to to visit the the, the daughter that um, Gina Davis's character thinks is possessed. Yeah, uh, you know, and then he uh, he just talks to her for a little bit, you know, and then he leaves, and there's some other stuff that happens. But then he comes back after he um, has that second dream and, and meets with uh, Father. What the hell's his, what was the other the other guy's name? Father uh, Marcus. Father Marcus is the you know the, ex- the exorcist. And after he has that conversation with him, he he shows back up at their house. You know, and they're sitting there drinking. And it looks like whiskey or something like that. And that's where he tells her that story. That's right. Yeah. And that's where that's where you first get that like there's shit going on upstairs. And I'll tell you what, man, that that <laughs> scene, us like sitting there like, oh shit, <laughs> that rat just like bouncing around. Right. And, and then the lights come on. Oh, <laughs> she yeah. just killed that rat with the book. <laughs> he didn't say anything. He was just like, nice. Yeah. Because he was panicking. He was trying to get back down the steps, and then the lights come on. He's like, yeah, and, and Gina Davis just happens to show up after all that stuff happens. Like, like she just she just shows up there. What are you doing up here? Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was creepy. That yeah. really was creepy. And up until that moment, you know, they, they're leading you to believe it's the other daughter that's the, the one with the... Yeah, uh, that was a nice twist. Yeah. 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 I got to tell you, like like I said, I, I went and took some notes and stuff because <laughs> I, I wanted to see the actors and see if they were in any, any other horrors and stuff like that. And I, both those girls are kind of cute. I couldn't tell if, the, if, if Casey, the, the one who we find out, and ends up finding out is the one with the, the, the issue... Whether yeah. she was supposed to be in high school or college, but I think it was college. But as I was sitting there, like yeah, it was college. As I was sitting there, kind of like, you know, checking around, I'm like, I don't want to be like all Roy Moore and stuff. Like, <laughs> she's only like 15 years old, so I went online, and it's kind of weird. Like when you find her, her, um, uh, you know, that internet movie database, um, they don't really give an age for her. Um, what I found out though was uh, she was in True Blood. She played oh. one. Of, she played one of Andy Belfour's uh, fairy daughters. Oh yeah. Uh, and she was supposed to be 18 in that, and that was like what, like five years ago, four years ago. So she's got to be mid 20s. They don't they don't say anywhere online, hmm. but uh, so I was like, all right, that's not bad. I'm you know I'm I'm sitting here looking at her like that was a nice little dress she had on. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Roy Moore. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, uh, in Alabama, the age of consent is 14. <laughs> <laughs> at least now we think it as is. As long as you ask their parents, <laughs> right? So so yeah so she uh, she yeah she was in uh, True Blood so there's there's a horror uh, yeah oh very good yeah um I I I don't know like even like it was kind of kind of cool like I I liked that uh, she's kind of playing this tomboyish kind of yeah but yeah. then and and this is kind of like I think there's like some some metaphors and stuff going on because you know she's like a, a teenage girl who's and you f- you see this later in a couple of the the next couple episodes when the uh, that guy um, starts t- telling her about like all the different things that yeah. you know. I was like, so this is kind of like okay. Not only is this like her possession, but it's also you know her hormones and you know b- 
becoming like a, you know, so it's, it's kind of cool. Well, it's one of those things where I think you get the impression that whatever this demonic force is that's possessing her is taking advantage of those weaknesses. weaknesses yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and using that to get into her life. So that was very impressive, especially the part where the guy sits down next to her and she lays her head on his shoulder and then the mom's looking out the window and there's no dude there. So you know that whatever's going on there. Well, yeah, at first, that, that was the weird thing too. Like, <coughs> like, like the first time I think we see that dude is uh, at, at her lacrosse game. Right. And I'm sitting there like, maybe he's like, maybe he's like a teacher or like, cause like she looks over and like waves at him and yeah, stuff. Old and dude in a suit. I was like, maybe he's like a teacher or like, he's like a scout for like a, you know, yeah. Cause at the time I still wasn't sure if she was in high school or college. I was like, maybe he's like a scout for like, you know, some college. Uh, and then all of a sudden, like, I'm like, what the hell's going on with this guy? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it was, uh, so one of the things I, I found out too, cause I was trying to, like when you go on to you know the internet movie database, uh, that guy like which is weird like you think he's like a main character, but like they got his like his bio like twenty people down like yeah, it's funny because he is kind of a main character. He he shows up in almost every episode up to where I've seen now episode seven. Yeah, so he's and and uh, the other thing that they like I was trying to figure out like because you don't really ever find out like his name. They they have him as the salesman. That's what he's, yeah. which is because I, I passed over him the first time as I'm looking down. I'm like, salesman. I didn't think anything of it. And then I went back through. And I'm like, because, you know, they have those little like thumbnail pr- pictures of him. And stuff. I was like, that kind of looks like that dude. So I clicked on it and popped up and that was him. it was him. I'm like, salesman. And then I thought about it. I was like, oh, yeah, I guess kind of. It's kind of. <laughs> he's selling salvation. <laughs> yeah, it gets really good. It gets really so good. So you just you just watched the, the first, first one thus far? Yeah, first episode. I um I watched the first one. Um it was weird when I went to watch it. I was I'm, I'm kind of watching the second season of Stranger Things too, but for some reason my uh, my Netflix when I went to log in I got like an error message. I was like what's hmm. and it said retry in like, you know, 10, 10 seconds and then it retried and it said error. So it's like all right. I can't watch Netflix. Oh, let me check out that Exorcist show. So I, I watched that and I was like this is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm surprised for Fox. Yeah, and again, for a horror on TV, like you're not really. Expecting and I wonder what time of the night that actually comes what, on. What's well, on tonight? Oh, really? Yeah, it's on Friday nights, and that was the thing too that they said that they put it on like a Friday night, like as a throwaway show. And I, th- I want to say it's maybe like a nine o'clock or ten o'clock show on Fox. I so, bet yeah. a lot of people were afraid to watch it because, especially if you're a horror fanatic, right? Right. People like us, we love The Exorcist. Right. It scared the crap out of me as a child. Yeah. And even to this I day, still get creeped it's out by still, it. Yeah. 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 Um so to me, when I heard they were doing a TV show, I'm like, "Oh, what are they doing? Yeah. Are they going to try and like retell the story but in like a TV series like they did with the Bates Motel crap?" I hated yeah, that. Yeah, you, you just anticipate cuz you you've been left with a bad taste in your mouth. Exactly. A, a yeah, bunch I mean, of times. Oh yeah, yeah I tr- we've I tr- gone I, through I, this before. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to watch an episode of Tour of Bates Motel and it's just, horrible. Yeah, it's horrible. It's horrible. Yeah, so um, plus the other thing too, I thought it's funny because when you when you think of Fox, um, obviously Fox's shows are not really geared towards Fox's base, which you know. Yeah, yeah. So so we're not watching it, and they're probably not watching it because it's you know. Yeah. It's a show about demons. Exactly. So. exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna watch that and get yeah. possessed. I'm not watching it. No. You can't watch it either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Um, Is it getting good ratings? I haven't. I don't know. Yeah, the, the I read it. Uh, I went on to Rotten Tomatoes, and and there was some really good reviews on Rotten Tomatoes for it. Um, 
So I wonder if they're going to keep the show going. Because like you said, I really thought I was impressed with season one so far. Mm. And I thought, man, I, I wonder if they like were going to cancel it. And then I saw that season two is already right. live right mm-hmm. now. So that's good. But is it going to go beyond that? And I wonder, n- nowadays, it's almost like television almost doesn't matter as much anymore. Yeah. Because in the past, when it's like how many people are watching it, doesn't make as much sense as like how many people are downloading it. Right. How many people mm-hmm. are watching it online? Because now they got real statistics. Hulu has The Exorcist. How many people are actually watching it? Yeah. And they can see how many episodes you watch at a time. Right. So they get statistics like binge watching. So they know, hey, a large percentage of people are watching more than one episode at a time. And it's a 45-minute show. Mm-hmm. That should be some impression on on the makers it of the show. It must be pretty good. Yeah, to keep it going. Yeah. I, I did see, and, and I tried to avoid spoilers because I, I, you know, I, I was just trying to find information for the, the episodes I've seen, but you know, they're out there all over the place. So the, the new season's not, um, it's the two priests, but the, it's an entirely different scenario. It's not the same family from, from the first season. All right. Spoiler. So yeah, that, means, spoiler. that means this story probably ends at the end of the season. Yeah, well... Y- there's certain things when you watch on TV, you're like, there's no way this could be a sec- there could be a second season for this because, you know, there's a, a logical end that's got to happen, and especially yeah. when, when you get to se- episode three and we're already, like, you know, full-blown. <laughs> yeah. So, again, I it's not really a spoiler to you're say that. You're exercising the demons, right? That's, that's... Right. How's your headphone volume? It looks like you might be a little loud. Is it loud? Uh, yeah, I, I think I'm... I, all right. Well, I, I talk loud, so I'm just looking at these. Just wanted to make sure you guys aren't blowing your ears out. No, I'm I'm good here. No, yeah, I'm good. I'm a loud talker, right. so you know. So it's, if it's you got probably turn, like yeah. going to be like American Horror Story, then right? Each yeah, where there's like a new different. story every right. season. Yeah. I like that. that makes sense. I like yeah, that. and it, it sort of you you want to grab on to the next story and see what it's going to be. And it, and it works for some things, and for some things it, yeah. it yep. doesn't. Scream well, Queens exactly. tried to do that, and, right. and their second season was, was horrible. Not good at I all. I loved the first season. Was I was amazed by it. Second season, I was like, I can't wait for this to be over. It's yeah. horrible. Yeah. Uh, and the nice thing is, when, you, when you're watching... So I'm at episode seven. So as I'm watching along, I'm thinking... It's good that they did a TV show instead of a movie. Mm-hmm. Because a movie, you've got, what, two hours? Yeah. And now I'm over to, like, hour seven, and it's you really good. You can tell the story good. better. I mean, that, that's that's one of the things that's kind of off-topic, but not really. Like, a lot of the um, the Marvel series on Netflix, a lot of the complaints that, that some critics give it is that it, it drags on. I'm like, well, yeah, but you're getting character development, you're getting story, you know, like... You're getting stuff you're not going to get in a two-hour movie. I hate going to a two-hour movie, and, you, you know, there's certain movies you, you, you don't really care. Like, if someone yep. dies, like, yeah, so what? I didn't really know that person anyway. You yeah. get you get invested in, in characters, yeah. and, that, and that's a great thing about a story, and that's what I like with Netflix is taking the chances with, with stuff. And, and, again, Fox, this is a Fox show, but, uh, yeah, you're right. It's it's good that it was made into a series instead of just, just a movie, because... Yeah. And I think I think Fox sees the money in this idea, because otherwise I'm sure they wouldn't have done season two of this. You know, yeah, right. The whole idea of getting a whole story in how many? I don't even know how many episodes season one is. I didn't see that. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. Not sure. Usually the first season is always shorter than you know. Yeah, somewhere like eight, between like eight, eight and ten, or yeah, something eight and like ten, that, right? And then if it does well, <laughs> then the the second season will be like thirteen or fourteen, and yeah. Except for Stranger Things, like second season was only eight episodes. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh shit! <laughs> I'm almost done. Then. Yeah, <laughs> I was. Bummed. I haven't started. No, dude, you know, I love. You didn't that. watch the first season either. No, I watched the oh. first season. Yeah, I, I, I love the first season, season and the second season. It's, it's actually 
It, yeah, it came out on Halloween, a uh, trick or treat night here in uh-huh. town. And my daughter and I were handed out candy, and as soon as it was done, it was like, boom, we're on. And I watched the first four episodes in the first night because yeah, it was know, amazing. I think my daughter watched it in like two days. Like I'm like, and that's what I heard. I heard the second season is it's really good. Better it's than hard the to first. believe that you could do that much better. Yeah, than the first because season. because I was, I but was, they did. I was in awe with it, the first. Season. It's really good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the problem is, and you know, especially with sh- with shows with with kids at a certain age, they go through that that period where they become like awkward teenagers. And so it's kind of cool when they're children. And then all of a sudden, like three seasons later, they're like a little older. <laughs> doesn't quite <laughs> seem right. Yeah. The only thing I didn't like about stranger things that season two is the ending. And since you're not there yet, yeah. once you are, tell me what you think about it. Cause I felt like it was a little rushed. Okay. I felt like well, they, they were trying to wrap it up in 10 episodes and the last episode or so was hmm. a bit rushed. At least that was my impression. All right. I could be wrong. So um, back to <laughs> The Exorcist, the because uh, you know, I th- found the older sister kind of attractive, too. So heart link for her, she was actually in the original season of uh, Scream Queens. Yeah. She was, uh, so I, I didn't know that about her. Yeah, I, I remembered her from that. Uh, yeah, I think she, she was, was only in, like, else she was too, only in the first, like, episode or two. I think she was one of the pledges that didn't, uh, didn't last that long. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I thought she was in something else, too, but... She's been in a lot. Um, yeah. I was just trying to find like like a horror connection if I could. Um, if I couldn't, then I tried to find something that was, you know, more popular that, uh, you know. Yeah, so the, what they've done with the story with her. Now, I don't remember season uh, episode three. Did they get into her background? Yeah. They, so they, they, they showed the car accident. Because they have... Um, they, we're going to ruin it for Craig if we... Uh, oh, oh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yes, they do. Well, they, they All right, get so they her, get into her, back, her backstory. So yeah. That was really good, but too. But no, they did mention that she was in a car accident. In a car accident, And that's, right, and that's right. why she, she sort of skipped uh, her next semester. You get into a lot more of, 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 her injury. of the severity of the accident. Yeah, they and, do a, they do a um, like, at the beginning of the show, I think it was, it was a, they did a full, like, kind of flashback showing you the, the whole situation leading up to the accident and then what happened. Um, but yeah, you can discuss <laughs> uh, I don't want to ruin it for you, man. No, we'll 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 save that for next month. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, by, by, the, by the time we do this next month, we should all be done with season one. Yeah, yeah. I and uh, uh, Stranger Things. I'm hoping. Yeah, I um. So I, I it was nice to see Gina Davis too. Like I, yeah, I, I she's looking you, pretty old though. She is, but I mean, she's been around for a long time. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, mean, I was. And again, I this is what I was doing earlier, trying to find, and and she was in some of my favorite, uh, the fly, the the fly. But I also I was a huge fan of Transylvania six five thousand. Yes, loved, yes, loved that, that and awesome. and uh, Beetlejuice. Yep, was Beetlejuice. I mean those aren't horrors per se, but they yeah. they kind of are. You yeah, know? yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's uh, she's been you know in some 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 classic and horror. The, is the, is the father from Ferris Bueller correct? Cameron, yep. Cameron, yeah, Cameron. yeah, Cameron yeah, from Ferris Bueller, yeah. But Gina Davis, yeah, Transylvania Six Five Thousand. That is such a great movie. It's like a good horror comedy B movie type. It wasn't. Thing. They had uh, what's what's Jeff his name uh, in Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum and yeah. Ed Bagley and yep. um, Michael Richards. Yeah, Michael, Michael Richards. Richards that's right. His role in that was, was hilarious. Was my favorite part of that movie, I think. So yeah, yeah so it was great to see her. Like I, I couldn't tell you the last time I've seen Gina Davis in something. Like I'm, sh- I'm sure she's been in things like um, Lifetime movies or you know. not anything I watch. Right. <laughs> so that was probably the first time seeing her. Actually, when I first saw the first episode, I'm like, 
I didn't even think she was acting anymore. <laughs> I seen her in it. Right, that's that's exactly it. Yeah, it's like, oh, Gina Davis. Like, but the thing is, Hollywood has that thing where once yeah. they reach a certain age, they're no longer a leading lady. They're no longer until they reach grandmother age. Then all of a sudden, they're back in movies as grandma. If Harvey's not willing to throw him on his couch, then they're uh, <laughs> then they're uh, not worth um, putting anything. Right, right. <laughs> Sorry. Oh my god. Sorry. Was that? Oh. Uh, I think our whatever the target audi- audience may be, I think that, that that's acceptable, <laughs> yeah. acceptable humor. Yeah. So, um, but no, I was, I was happy to see Gina Davis and, and the Exorcist. Like I said, at least they they gave it some thought. Yep. And did did you? Um, did, there's a, a a twist about her. Did you get to that yet? I, I found this out by accident. Like I didn't uh, I didn't want to find out. It was like a spoiler. So maybe you didn't find it out yet. So I don't want to. It was it was pretty interesting when I when I read it. Um, mm, I and again, I read, there yet. read it by accident. I missed it. I was kind of bummed out that I did. Well, I could tell you. I could tell you. I could give you a hint as to to what it is. Yeah, give me a hint, and I'll tell you if I remember. Her her actual name in the show, Angela Rance, is an anagram for something. And so, when you figure out the anagram of her name, Satan. No, it's uh, <laughs> she. She she's somebody. Oh. Okay. Um, Okay, and That's her cool. name is an anagram, so I'll just say that. And, I and again, remember. I, I, as I was trying to find information, this was like in the second paragraph of what I was reading. I was like, "Ah, oh, shit!" I was like, "Oh, that's pretty freaking cool," but ah, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm trying to think because my mind—I should have just stopped at some <laughs> point because I kept going forward. So uh, my my I thoughts of the episodes kind of are bleeding into each other. Yeah. Um, because the story is so linear and actually works out really well. Like the scenes with the nuns. So yeah, the, uh, um, the, the first one basically ends after that attic scene. So that's, right. that, that's pretty much it. Yeah. So the kind second of an introduction to all the, all the main characters. I, uh, You've seen it a little bit further than I have, and you haven't. But but I'm I'm assuming that the the fact that the the Pope is coming to town has a lot to do. It's with, a very significant yeah. I mean, part of the story. They, they they've kind of especially I think more so in in the second episode that they they make it pretty well known that that's that's one of the reasons. That yep. Ep- and then episode four, you really kind of get some details as to what's going on. Uh, and episode they, five, yeah, <laughs> it just gets better. It just keeps getting do they, better. Uh, get deeper into characters each episode. Like, yep. Do they sort of pick a a character yep. in each episode. And um, no, it. not really. They're they're following a linear storyline, so they're not trying to like fork off and learn the characters. They're just kind of following. At the moment, they're following um, the priest. What's his name? Father uh, Marcus. 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 Right. Yeah, the, so they're the they're really the following exorcism. him mm-hmm. because he his his story is very deeply tied to the rest. Because and you've seen the scenes where the, the demons were talking directly to him. Yeah. So, so that, that's another thing that you find out in the um, in the spoiler that I that I read too. Yeah, um, there's so, a reason for that, and I don't know if you got to that. Yes, part. Yeah. yeah. So they they talk directly to him, and um, I don't know if it was episode three or four, but did they show the meeting of all the the diocese talking about the Pope coming to town? Yeah, they did. So they're all sitting at the table, mm-hmm. and then uh, and then Father. Um, Tomas uh, starts to talk, and the, the yeah. French-speaking um, cardinal or whatever he is, he uh, wanted to hear a little more. Yeah. yeah. While while his own while his own head 
Pope guy or whatever, whatever like, the guy is. He's no, trying to shut too him, dangerous. He's trying to shut him down. Yeah, he's too, like, no, let him speak. Too dangerous for the Pope to go in that part of Chicago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that plays, that's very, all the people at that table start to play bigger roles in like the whole story. Mm. Uh, and I think you, it's mentioned, I hate doing this to you, but it's mentioned when uh, in episode three where they say, do you think the church was compromised? Mm. So when Father Marcus says that, that's kind of like, yeah, foreshadowing yeah. a bunch of shit. Uh, so at the end of episode two, did you get the episode two or just episode one? Just one. All right. So the all the murders, uh, that was episode two, right? Yeah. Okay. And I, when they started showing all those people like walking out of those houses, I was like, okay, this is some sort of, you know, they're getting ready to do some sort of like ceremony of some sort, yeah. uh, like a black mass or something. Yeah. Well, I was, because uh, I was watching it with my uh, son. And he's like, what are they doing? Are they harvesting organs for the black market? I go, they're harvesting organs, but I don't think it's for the black market. <laughs> for the black mass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was, uh, again, gory scenes in there. Yeah, really. I, I, and I'm thinking, wow, this is on Fox. Yeah. Holy and it was kind of <laughs> the only thing I kind of thought, too. And, and I guess I mean, it's because of where they were located in, in Chicago, obviously. But but it's on Fox. And I see they're going to this predominantly black neighborhood and they're, they're killing <laughs> and all killing. these black people <laughs> and taking their, <laughs> taking their all right it's on fox <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> and again I, they're in the south side yeah, of chicago so yeah. i get it but 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 still there's that part of my brain like you couldn't throw like one white person in there somewhere yeah, just one white old lady <laughs> living on that block <laughs> some holdout from yeah. from yesteryear that did you know yeah that's that's that is i didn't even think of it that way when i first watched it but yeah all right that makes sense. So Father Marcus, I, his character's pretty cool. Um, I, I, I I looked him up. He the only thing that he was in that was remotely like horror based was Do- the movie Doom that was out um, what like last year, two years ago with, with the Rock, based off the, the video game. Yeah. Uh, and he was in um, House of Cards. He had a, a recurring yeah. role in House yeah. of Cards. Yeah. I knew I recognized him from somewhere when I saw yeah. him. I like, House of Cards, is where I remember him from. So I know that guy from something. That surprises me too, because he he seemed like a. Like I thought, you know, initially watching it, that he was, you know, a, a bigger. Yeah, right. I mean, he seems like a great actor. Like his yeah. his his part is pretty good. I mean, he, I I feel pretty connected to him already. And by episode four, you he you find out more of his backstory, and you're like, oh crap. And Father Tomas, uh, you know how in episode two, when he finally started talking to, um, um, the. The other, the exorcist priest. I can't remember. Father Marcus. Marcus. Father Marcus. Yeah. Okay. Tomas and Marcus. Right. So Father Marcus. It's like the, the evil twins in G.I. Joe. <laughs> so Father Marcus keeps saying to Father Tomas, you know, you need to make sure that whatever it is, yeah. anything in your Squash past, that shit. <laughs> you got to just, you know, make sure all of that is straightened out because the demons are going to use all of that against you. Well, you start to really, they develop Father Tomas very deeply by episode four and five you're like oh so now you now you start to think the dream in the beginning there's a reason why father tomas was connected to father marcus oh, okay Haven't and, and he keeps saying god called me to you god god called me to you i don't know why but god called me to you you, you start to feel i don't know for sure but you start to feel by episode four that wasn't god calling you to him well he he tells him that in um in the first episode, I think he um, when he finally when he first goes to meet him, he, yes. he says he, something about his calling, and he says, 
He's like, it's not God that's calling you. You know, he tells yeah. him that right off yeah. the bat. You know, yeah, and then he also says they're gonna, they're going to love you. You know, <laughs> yeah, like they're they're picking him out. Yeah, <laughs> they set him up for this. It's like a domino. It's like they they picked him out for a reason. They they called him forth for a reason. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And then also with the once you get to know the when he goes to the convent in, in episode four, so that that'll be well. Important. That was kind of that was one of the things that like because I. I watched that episode twice, once just to watch it, and then since I knew we were having this conversation, <coughs> I watched it again just to get a little bit more in depth. And the, yeah. one of the things that I, I thought was interesting, and it led it kind of led me with, like to when you said, "Do you think the church was compromised?" Um, when he when he when Father Tomas first goes to that uh, whatever what's it like a. a a home, home for trip. wayward priests. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, yeah. He, sure. When he walks there, and there's that that blind guy sitting there, you know, and he sees him coming, and and he's talking to him, like you know, he knows all this stuff about him. And then as he walks away, he takes off his glasses, and his one eye kind of does like a double, weird, double. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I was like, is that guy really a priest, or is he, you know, yeah. yeah so yeah, you start to see a whole bunch of that. So you see how everyone. You you figure out who all the bad guys are, <laughs> which is kind of a cool you know way to, to go too because you know think about the 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 movie you you had the, the priests who were the good guys and then you had the demon who was the bad guy and then there was the, the, the just the, the people yeah now you got some 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 stuff like some shady shit going on you got you're not sure who's good guys and who's right. bad guys and and because they have the storyline of the pope is coming to town you know and and all of a sudden. There's um, the the diocese of Chicago is there, and then they have these foreign uh, cardinals coming into town, and you start to see all these connections. And yeah. now it's like a giant, it's like a giant opera now because now you have this whole Catholic Church against this league of demons. Yeah, and that was one of the things I was thinking of too. And and I, <laughs> I don't know why, because when it, when it, when I was sitting there watching all those different like you know, how often do those dudes actually get together? Like. Like Probably I was, not very here, often. Here I'm thinking like I'm thinking like a wedding crashers type thing where you know they just show up at random weddings. Like nobody knows that they're they don't belong there. <laughs> so how do we know that you know somebody who knows that this is going on yeah. just doesn't slap on you know the the, the proper clothes and yeah. little yeah. little like hat and shows up and is like yeah I'm I'm Father such and such from Brazil uh, you know like oh yeah. Yeah, I, I remember meeting him at the last. Uh, they're like <laughs> yeah yeah because yeah, nobody wants to admit that they yeah, have yeah. no idea who yeah. this dude is like. Yeah. Yep, yep. And then, uh, so it, we saw Father Marcus go to the church and try and plead for a um, exorcism. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, was that in the second one or was that the That third? was in the third. Oh. <laughs> I was in the third one. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> hey. The, the 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 syllabus said that this was only supposed to be about the first episode. And you know what? I'm I'm I'm, I'm sorry. I went over that. You know, but it, 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 I get I get where you're coming from though, because you. Yeah, you, I got addicted you, to it. You, you, you well, I, really, I, I did too. I, I watched the first one. I just and it was late, and I just I wanted to keep watching it. I, I watched couldn't. the first one, and then I watched the second one, and then last night I'm like, oh, I don't, I'm I'm gonna watch more. So I put. The third, then it went to the fourth, then it was the fifth, and I'm like, all right, I gotta go to bed. Yeah, I, I can't keep it. watching this. See, I, I don't, I don't binge watch a lot of stuff, especially if it's like 45 minute programs. If it's yeah. like a half an hour, sometimes I'll like throw a couple on. But yeah, um, but I got, yeah, I mean, like after I get to the second one, I'm like, 
Is it really tonight? Let me. I'll watch the third one, and I'll, then I'll stop. I'll, then, I'll, then I'll stop. Or like Mr. Pickles, they're only fifteen minutes each. Yeah, you can watch like the whole season. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's kind of funny that that show. Like, it took me because Maya and I watched that together, <laughs> and it it, nice. it, nice. it really took us like the first like two episodes, I think, to adapt to how like it's almost like a strobe light with like <laughs> yeah. you know like it there's it's just so fast. it's very chaotic it yeah. is and like 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 i sit there like like almost like nauseous like, right right i think <laughs> it took me a while too because to me I, I complain to my kids that all the tv shows and everything is like this now it's built for people with short attention spans that need a constant change of direction otherwise they won't pay attention and that's what mr pickles is like it's like non-stop <laughs> chaos and motion on the screen and switching between shit and the mom and the dad and the grandfather is like what the fuck and that creepy old lady that goes around selling like garbage <laughs> the crack hoard at selling shit <laughs> selling garbage and the mom that falls for it and the the weirdest thing about that show is and we just like totally like like went from <laughs> but uh Mr. Pickles is actually like he he doesn't ever kill anybody that doesn't deserve killing. Like he he kills bad people. Yeah, you know he yeah. torments Grandpa for some reason. But his could, Grandpa's a dick. He's we, trying to call him out. We could we could find out that Grandpa's actually Roy Moore. You know, <laughs> that's why he's a. Uh, well, spoiler alert! I watched the whole season already. <laughs> um, other than the fact that he's always sticking his nose in the mom's crotch and like in her breasts and, and like, tr- like, I mean, dogs do that, but like, yeah. this is like a, a no, this a, is very uh, graphic. <laughs> you have you watched any more than that when we watched that one night here? Nope. No, it's uh, it's different, Mr. Pickles. Yeah, good dog. Yeah, well, that one episode I think I put on Facebook that uh, the music was this crazy death metal band, and I'm listening and I'm like, holy shit. That's Cannabis Corpse. Is it really? Yeah, oh. and then I looked it up, and Cannabis Corpse said they did three songs for that cartoon. Three? Like, yeah, I'm like, holy shit, that's awesome. Cannabis Corpse yeah, and Mr. Pickles. That's funny. Right? I wonder yeah. if that show got renewed for a second season. I think it did. Did it really? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's Adult Swim. And so it's 15 minutes long. Like, Adult Swim, That's their that was their old format, 15 yeah. minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and that kind of hey, you know what? That falls into the horror genre too. It does because yeah, it's, it's pretty it's, damn gory. It is <laughs> a dog from hell. Yeah, <laughs> it just blows my mind that cartoon. Yeah, actually, I had a date here one night. I'm like, you got to see this, <laughs> and she was like, what the? F- <laughs> what <laughs> is like, this? Hey, uh, I, gotta, I gotta go now. Uh, I think it's uh, I think it's time to go. Yeah, it's, it's funny too because because Maya and I try to find like just weird cartoons to watch together. And apparently she had been scrolling by and saw it. She didn't, like, watch it at all. She, she just read the synopsis of it. She's like, Dad, we should check out Mr. Pickles. I'm like, what's Mr. Pickles? She's like, I don't know. It's about some some devil dog or something. <laughs> all, right. all right. Let's I, check it out. I love the show icon. It's that <laughs> pentagram. It says, good boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. So we watched the first episode, and both of us are sitting there, like, looking at each other like, some crazy She's ass like, show. I feel kind of nauseous. I'm like, yeah, me too. She's like, should we watch a second episode? I'm like, why not? Why not? <laughs> Let's see how sick we can get. <laughs> but by the third episode, I think you just got it kind of your your you brain adapts to, to the uh, the random chaoticness of it. Yeah. The- now, is there any other? Um, I think I put in the notes that uh, at the top there we're saying some things we should think about talking about. So for next month. Have, uh, I want you guys to watch, if you haven't, uh, 1922, the Stephen King movie that's on Netflix. Okay. Um, oh, you, speaking of Netflix, did you watch uh, Gerald's Game? 
Not yet. I just watched that last week. That was how was it? So that was really good. That book game because I have Gerald's game. Yeah, on, on my to watch. Yeah, it's it was good. Yeah. I have it on my to watch list, but I I read the book uh-huh. uh, in high school, mm-hmm. and it was pretty freaking graphic. It's uh, and when I saw that it was coming out as a movie, I'm like, oh, are they gonna really? I like the girl that plays movie? the uh, uh, what Carla Gia Giaquano. She was the the daughter and son in law, and yeah, she was okay. also in Spin City. I think she was like. Um, Anyway, I, I like her, um, and she plays the wife, so she's basically the the, the star of the, the movie. It was good. I liked it. I watched that like a couple Saturday nights ago. I was going to watch college football. It was a crappy game, and I was like, oh, I remember passing by Gerald's game. Yeah, so maybe we'll do that next month, Gerald's game, 1922, which uh, I don't know if you know this. Uh, Stephen King signed a contract with Netflix. Oh, no. So they're going to be doing, I think they said eight Really? Books of his. Now are they just going to do Stephen King, or will they bring some Richard Bachman in, too? Just Stephen King. Ah. Because I really liked, um, he had, like, Richard Bachman had, like, a book of short stories. Yep. Um, and there was some really good ones the in The Body that. was my favorite, because that's the one they made into Stand By Me. Yeah, and um, the I think The Long Walk was, yeah. was kind of cool, too. Yeah. And, and, like, as I'm watching the um, the, the um, Hunger Games movies, I'm, like, thinking, like, it's kind of like The Long Walk, you know? Like, yeah. they take all these poor kids, and yeah. one of them's got a chance to, like, like win all kinds of like stuff and everybody yeah. else just dies. Yeah. <laughs> Don't stop walking. Yeah. 1922 was a surprise for me. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. It was really good. Really? What's yeah. the, uh, the premise of that? Um, can you give, it's 1922. I mean, the, the trailer basically shows it's 1922. Uh-huh. It's a family living on a farm. Okay. And the wife says, I want to move to the city. And the, the husband does not want to move. And it goes from there. All right. <laughs> so that's good. That's, that's a good, uh, Teaser. Yeah. <laughs> it's not really an over-the-top horror movie. It's more of a... I think of it more as... It's kind of... There's some pretty gory scenes in it, but it's mostly a suspenseful thriller. Um, See, I... I, 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 I like those just... I like... I like jump scares sometimes, but I, I like my... I like a more of a slow burn, you know? This like is a slow burn. But there's a couple scenes that made me cringe and almost close my eyes because it was a little much to handle. Okay. Uh, but I think you'll like it. Um, and the cemetery they're remaking. Speaking, of yeah, they on, are. On yeah, I'm looking King forward to that. Me, uh, me, and my high school friends would get together every so many months and watch the original. Like, just like stay up all night and eat like shitty food and watch the original. Well, here's the thing about the original that I always talked to because my sister is a really big Stephen King fan. She has every book he ever wrote. Mm-hmm. She's got this wall bookshelf mm-hmm. just Stephen King and Richard Bachman books, mm-hmm. and. We get into this argument because she has, and I think this happens to all of us. You get nostalgia about a movie, mm-hmm. and, and I'll I'll use an example. It, mm-hmm. right? When the it was original on TV series. <laughs> yeah, there was such nostalgia about how how great it was as a kid watching it, uh-huh. and maybe it's even linked to the friends I was watching it with that made it that much more right, yeah. of a nostalgic thing. And then when I'm talking to my kids about it, and I say, "You gotta," this scared me so much as a kid. And then we watch it, and it's like, "Oh my god, that acting is horrible." <laughs> the CGI is horrible. Yeah, it's just the worst movie ever. The only good actor was uh, Tim Curry. Tim Curry. Yeah. All the rest of them felt like they were reading off of teleprompter. It was horrible. And then you compare it to the new one, which you know, actually, that comes out. I think that comes out on Blu-ray like January 9th, I want to say gonna have to get it and it's supposed good. to it's supposed to be like extended director's cut so there's supposed to be like nice a lot of extra stuff that they they left in the i wound up before. seeing it in the theater I three times target actually i saw it twice we went with you guys once with my wife and daughter yeah then my wife and daughter went to see it again without me because my my daughter wanted to see it again 
I think there's a Target exclusive. It's like is it really? It's like some kind of package. Yeah, it's interesting. Special. Yeah, I, I think it's this it month. It comes out before. Oh really? Some stuff. Oh really? Yeah. I have to check that out because uh, I saw first with you guys, then I took my kids to see it, and then a bunch of guys at work with were like, "Hey, we got to go." And while I was at work, we we left work early and went to watch it. And I was like, "Man, this is the third time watching this movie." And and you didn't and you didn't feel like. Like, uh, I can't believe I'm watching this the third time. You're no, like, but in fact, I saw things that I didn't catch the first time around, which was kind of nice. Yeah, I, uh, I, that's why like when I saw, went to see it the second time, because I was telling them how much I liked it. And I was like, you, you would probably like it. I mean, besides being a horror, it's, it's actually a really good movie. It's a, it's a good movie. Well, and it reached a, a rec, it broke a whole bunch of records for a horror movie, especially, yeah. you know. Uh, so that's pretty amazing. That's pretty amazing. It surpassed, uh, at first it was behind Deadpool in a number one rated R movie, and it beat Deadpool for a number one rated R. It was uh, one of the top rated horror movies. And that that time frame where it was released, it just was clobbering everything. Yeah, anything they put up against it was, uh, yeah, just didn't, because uh, I think Mother came out around that same time, didn't it? Yeah, and I didn't even watch that yet. I haven't seen it either. And no. you know what? It was like an afterthought. Like, oh, yeah. I think that well, just I came thought, out on I thought Mother looked pretty good. I think good. it's on HBO this month, maybe. Is it really? <laughs> it might be. I saw it somewhere that it's available to watch now somewhere. That'd be but nice. yeah. It's on HBO. So, so yeah, right after out. we watched the movie, the second, after Maya saw it the second time, she went out and bought the book and she like burned through the book and she, I had never read Didn't the book. Didn't she go, hey, dad, what <laughs> was with the orgy in the book? <laughs> <laughs> she, she said, dad, you never read it, right? I'm like, no, I haven't read it. I said, I, I wanted to, I just never did. I said, Uncle Steve read. She's like, you, you know, there's like a scene in it, you know, where they show them all like out, like, you, you know, swimming together and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, she's like, they uh, <laughs> they had an orgy. They ran a train on the girl. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I had heard about that. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. Not only that, the ending was really freaking weird. The book was really weird. Well, that's the thing. That's why I told her too, because I told her, and and I didn't realize when the fir- when the the new movie came out that it was only the first half. So yeah. I was like, yeah, at some point there's gonna be a stupid giant spider, uh, you know. And so so when we went to see the movie, I was like, oh, this is the first half. So. She's reading the book, and I was like, "Yeah." I said, "One bad thing about Stephen King is that you're like ninety-five percent of the book is is awesome, and then you get to like the final chapter or two, and, like, and he doesn't know how to finish. Yeah, his 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 conclusions are are, are terrible, and you'll see that in this book. There's a tortoise. <laughs> and she she comes to me, she's like, "Dad, it was you're right. The, the end of the book was." Dumb. Yeah, it was so good uh, through most of the book, and then you get to the end, you're like, "What? What?" Same with the stand. Like, I loved the stand. And, yeah. Like the last like two chapters, I'm just like, "Yep, same Ugh. thing, same thing." Yeah. And they're making they're making that into uh, Netflix series. Are um, they really? Yeah, Netflix the, movie. The, 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 the made for TV one was kind of was kind of shitty. Other than yeah. they had the what's his name, um, the guy who played Lowell on um, on uh, Coach. Uh, he was uh, Tom Cullen. It was kind of funny to see him playing Tom Cullen. M-O-O-N. That spells Tom Cullen. (laughs) (laughs) And they also did... um, There was the two that he did at the same time, Regulators and Desperation. And Desperation they did made for TV, too. And yeah. and I, I that was an awesome book. Like, I, I, I really liked that. And when I saw they were going to do made for TV, I'm like, man, why are you doing made for TV? He did so many. He did Storm yeah. of the Century... Uh, there's a couple others that were just like Needful eh. Things was one that went to that was an actual theater. big screen, and that was a good adaption, I yeah. thought. Of, yeah. of and, and Misery was also Misery was really good, really good. Yeah, yeah. Needful Things, I 
Needful Thing. Yeah, I, I thought that was a really good adaption of yeah of Max the, von Sandow. Yeah, like, perfect. Yeah. Like that's yeah, sort of how perfect I bad guy. Yeah, he he did great. And Ed, Ed Harris, I think, was like the, when uh, I was reading the book. Like that's sort of how I envisioned yeah. him to look. Yeah, kind of creep, devilish looking, but Tall but human. And, yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah, th- that was a good uh, good casting for that uh, that yeah. part. And I don't know if you did. You guys ever watch the Hulu series that he did? Um, what is it? The that 1963 or whatever it was two twenty two sixty three or whatever the the day that Kennedy got shot. He no. made, they made a series of that and it was really cool because um, it had linkings to Pennywise and a couple other things Did that it? were in it. Yeah, that huh. were kind of cool. Uh, but you should watch that too. Okay. The other one I remember that was uh, straight to TV was uh, Langoliers. Oh, that was really bad. The special effects were horrible. Yeah. Those things, they, 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 they even looked cartoonish. It was really bad. Yeah. They did, uh, too, I read Nightmares and Dreamscapes, those short stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, there, they there did some, a night flyer. There were some good ones in on there. On television. And I don't, I can't remember. Did they? If it was. Well, I remember Graveyard Shift. That was, they made that into a. Oh, yeah. And the movie. Dead Zone. Yeah. <laughs> The Dead Zone. That was an actual movie. I think yep. that wasn't TV. That yeah, was Christopher a, Walken. Yeah, it was really that was. I liked it. They made the TV series, which was, eh, eh. yeah. But the the Christopher Walken movie was pretty good. Um, but he's so so we kind of got off topic. Yeah, you were saying that he was doing a he signed a contract with Netflix for multiple Stephen King stories so, into uh, movies, and they're going to redo. Um, they're redoing Pet Cemetery. They're, but they're redoing. That's a movie. Um, are they going to be part? Yeah, like that's going to be different parts, or is it going to be one? What do you mean for, for uh, Pet Cemetery? Is it going to be? I think that's just going to be one movie. One, one but the, movie? that's the thing I was talking about, right? Pet so Cemetery. Pet Cemetery. We got in this right. argument with my sister all the time that it was a shitty movie. Yeah, when you go back and look at it now, like, I don't think it was. I think it was shit. I have nostalgia for right. it, but yeah. when when I try to watch it again, like they they just like like um, they they really. There's a lot of stuff cut. Like they just kind of throw in. They the fuck up the like, story. In they throw a lot in the wife's sister, like as a as a side a side note. Like you know, like where's this creepy old broad coming from? All of a sudden, like right. You know, you don't really have any idea where. where but not only that, um, the little boy. What the hell is his name? Gage. Gage. So in the book, Gage was terrifying. Wasn't so much. I mean, as a kid, I thought he was, but when you watch it now, it's like eh, he's not scary. Yeah, he yeah. looks he looks like a little kid, really. Yeah. Like they didn't make him like zombie like zombie looking. Like no, they, they paled his face up a little bit, maybe. Yeah. And you know, so I'm thinking that they could really do a great justice to that story if they remake it. Yes. I'd like them to remake Children of the Corn, even though the original. I think they tried to, even, didn't they? Did they really? Did they make a new Children of yes. the Corn? Was it a, a was it a new one or was it just no? Like the, a, there was a sequel like once, of the Corn, but I think two, they re- three, four. I think they actually remade. I think they the did original. a combo of like Children of the Corn, and Leprechaun the together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Children of the Corn. I th- I'm pretty sure that they did try to remake that. Uh, I mean, you're never gonna find someone to replace Malachi. I mean, that that, no, that, that kid awesome. is forever yeah. like just yeah. that creepy Malachi yep. kid. Exactly. He was in something then too, like a, a non horror, like and and I was like, dude, that's Malachi. <laughs> I think I read something somewhere. It was like a, a spoof where they were just gonna take that kid and and, and just make horror movies with him as himself. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that, here's what it is: it was 2009, they made a made-for-TV movie. Okay, Children of the Corn. So that's what I mean. It couldn't. There's no way it could even be half as good as the movie was. And again, that is one where I think there's some nostalgia tied into it. If yeah. we watch it again now, 
we're gonna be like. Eh. But Malachi still is creepy. I mean, yeah. I, I'd still be creeped out by that that yeah. ginger kind of. <laughs> he, he had like that Rocky Dennis look going to him. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah so I think I think that so is. So you think they'll be, be able uh, to do better with Pet Cemetery? Yeah, I think so. Because I, like I said, my kids uh, was something I talked to them about, and like, oh, you got to watch this movie. It was so good. And my daughter was a little f- freaked out by the whole when Gabe came back to life. She was like really freaked over it. Uh-huh. But then it turned out she was like, eh, it wasn't that scary. I was freaked out at first because they're like, oh shit, the kids coming back. And to the life. sister, I thought, was sort of burned into my brain. Like, yeah, was she's creepy. creepy. She's creepy. But, but yeah. When I watched it back then, that was super creepy. Really now, scary. Like, well, what the hell's her point? And like, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, How does that tie in? Door is scared of her, but you know, like yeah. the other one I forgot too. Was Maximum Overdrive. That had. A Milo, I just watched that with Milo my Estevez, son. Right? Yeah. Wasn't he in that? Yep. It was. I just watched it with my son the other day, and he his his only comment was, "Why is everything coming to back to life? <laughs> like I I it, it's this comp you know whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like yeah whatever." <laughs> Oh, that reminded me too. Um, was it was Creep Show his? Yep. Did because yeah. he was he he was the guy in the the meteor one. Yeah. Yep. That was Stephen King, right? Yeah. That <laughs> was top notch. That was. My kids and I watch that every once in a while, I and love it still Creepshow. it holds up today. It does. Like it it does. Does. the only thing is the quality. You can't find a really crisp. But you know why it was so good? Let me tell you why it was so good. Tom Savini. He did all the special the effects, yep. and he at the end he was the garbage man that picked yep. up the comic book. That was Tom Savini. Was he really? He did, yep. the whole, he did all the special effects, and that's why it was so good because he's a great practical special effects and guy. the acting. Yeah, yeah. well, mean, and the acting is good too. But it, you know, I was, look at uh, all the stars in there. You had uh, Leslie Nielsen. Yep. Uh, Adrian, Ted Danson. Adrian Barbeau, right? Yep. Yeah. And Adrian, who was her husband? Yep. He was he was popular. Yeah, and who was who was the old guy in the cockroach? I, saw, I was trying to remember um, who that was. Ah, crap. Yeah, because he's he's pretty. Uh, he was pretty he's, well known. Yeah. Shit. Drawing a blank there. Yeah. yeah was, that that was dancing, and who was his wife? His wife was. Yeah, uh, I can't remember. Damn. Yeah. Damn old age. Yeah. So so Stephen King's really had a lot of. A lot of his stuff turned into either TV or, or, okay. or movies. Yep. A lot of it usually doesn't turn out so good, but there's been some. There's been some good ones in yeah. there. Well, the TV contract. I don't know if you guys knew this. I I only know it because I, I was I loved you know the new it so much. Uh-huh. I was watching all these interviews with Stephen King, mm-hmm. and he said when he told his publisher he was writing it, he didn't even really start the story. Mm-hmm. Um, ABC bought the rights, really before the story was even done. Hmm. They weren't even sure what it was about. They just bought the rights. Huh. As soon as it's done, we're making a TV miniseries out of it. And he was like, okay. <laughs> all right, then. <laughs> huh. Yeah, he said that. Um, and if you look at it, all those old episodes, the Langoliers, um, um, Storm of the Century, all that shit was all ABC. ABC. He had a contract with them. Yeah, yeah. Every time right. a story I, was coming out, they wanted the rights to... Uh, the Shining. Uh, they redid The Shining, and that was um, and it was awesome. Yeah, Everyone actually, goes me. It was I bullshit. Lo- I liked it. I Didn't thought it was USA good. pick it up was a creepy. few of his movies yeah. too. Yeah, I thought they, they, they made it. Have been a it was actually creepier what? than the, than the people movie were like, was. "Oh, it's weird." At the end, I'm like, "Listen, that was the book." Right. Yeah. They were so true to the book. It was awesome. But the the Shining the movie that we there. love. Yeah, the Shining movie. Jack that Nicholson basically made that his his vehicle. You know, it was really it was really that became a Stanley Kubrick movie. Right. It was Stanley Kubrick's story of alcoholism, is basically what it was. And it totally just escaped 
the whole story. Stephen King was so pissed off. <laughs> he wanted to sue them. He wanted to sue the the picture company. He wanted to sue Stanley Kubrick. He was like, "You you ruined my book." Uh, yeah. But it became like one of these massively successful movies because Stanley Kubrick did some crazy shit in it. There's a great uh, documentary called um, Room, what was it, Room 424 or is it 242? Whatever the room number was that that uh, Danny was told to stay out of that room. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a documentary about it and it covers the filming of the movie and little bits of story that Stanley, Stanley Kubrick was trying to tell you in the movie. And then it kind of, the, 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 the documentary goes off the rails a little bit because it starts talking about the theory that Stanley Kubrick filmed the moon landing. It was fake and that he was involved in that in some way. Huh. Uh, it got kind of weird, but it was a really cool hmm. documentary. Uh, they, they especially did like, they were like, did you ever try to take, you know, Danny riding his trike around the the hotel and trace the rooms as he's going through them. There's no way that he was going through all these rooms because they tried to map it out and they were showing like it didn't, none of it all connected. Like he was actually on two different floors riding around like that. But how did he get up and down the steps? Like they didn't show it. (laughs) So it was pretty crazy. Yeah. It was pretty, it was pretty good documentary. It's worth watching. Speaking of documentaries, and this is it's not horror related, and I'll be real quick about it. There's a, a new Netflix documentary. Did you see it um, uh, on Jim Carrey? Yep, Man I on watched the it. Yeah. Was it good? Yeah, real good. I, I just saw it the other night, and I planned on watching it this weekend. I thought it looked like really interesting because yeah. he's kind of gotten a little out there. But I think it's you know that oh guy's, yeah, that guy's that lost speech. his mind, dude. But is, has he lost his mind, or is he? Uh, the dude's is, lost his is mind. He, uh, is he pulling is he, an Andy Kaufman? Is he pulling an Andy Kaufman? <laughs> I don't know. He, he lost his mind. But yeah, I watched that documentary. Basically, he it looked really good. He was suggesting that he was possessed by Andy Kaufman during the filming of that movie. Uh, he, again, that could be just him. You know, they have interviews with a lot of people who that were convinced. Even uh, Andy Kaufman's parents uh-huh. were convinced that he was possessed by Andy Kaufman. It's weird because they said that he said things to them that there's no way that. That uh, Jim Carrey to watch that, do yeah. that stuff. Yeah, that last interview I saw with Jim Carrey yeah. was uncomfortable. And it just showed that <laughs> he <laughs> did the Style Awards, right? Like he was like, yeah, all it was like very uncomfortable watching. Well, I watched a little documentary about him and his painting. Mm-hmm. He's uh, he's taken up painting and he locked himself into his apartment in New York City and just painted. Uh, apparently, he's he got his heart broken a couple times and now he's just broken. <laughs> he's a broken. Jenny McCarthy man. will do that to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was not Jen, just Jenny McCarthy. There were two other women. Redhead. Yeah, the redhead oh. that he met up with, La- uh, Lauren, Dumb and Dumber. Uh, yeah, Lauren yeah. Hardy. Oh, she was the first one to wreck him. She's cute. And then he thought he would bounce back with uh, Jenny McCarthy, and she wrecked him. And then he started dating someone else, and she wrecked him. So he just he spent uh, it was the I think he said it was winter of like two thousand seven or eight or just locked himself in his New York City apartment and started painting. I'd just and like to point out real quick that you said wrecked him like five or six times. Wrecked him. <laughs> wrecked him. <laughs> wrecked him. Nearly killed him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's uh I saw those interviews were pretty good. Huh. But that documentary was pretty good. It was interesting. It was kinda long and, and he's really a weird dude. Like Well Andy Kaufman was weird too though. So I mean Yeah, but uh apparently they filmed it was his idea to film the filming of the movie. And uh, he claims that the picture company sued him to not release any of that stuff because they thought that uh, it would be it would portray Jim Carrey as a crazy asshole. 
so they didn't want it out because they thought it would ruin that movie. Um, so now it's like what, twenty years like, later? Yeah, twenty years later, and they said, "All right, fine." So they have hmm. to get him in some type of role, like American Psycho or something, now, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The dude, the, the, he looks like uh, he looks like Grizzly Adams. Like he hasn't shaved in years. He's got this huge gray beard. He looks emaciated. Like he hasn't yeah. eaten in months. Yeah, and he doesn't laugh anymore. He's just like he's wrecked. The dude yeah. is wrecked. Like he took a bad trip. Yeah, and he's not coming off of that. You know? <laughs> he ate the brown acid. Yeah, and it wrecked his brain. I, I wouldn't doubt it. The dude was really messed up. Um, the other thing I want to talk about is The Nun. The, I haven't seen the trailer for it yet, and I searched. There's no trailers. No, I haven't. But I've seen it uh, listed as an upcoming horror movie. Hmm. Yep. And uh, it looks like it might be pretty scary. Just the picture of that nun makes me freak out. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I don't uh, have to see if I can... Well, just look at the picture, I guess. Now, what movie was that nun in? Do you it remember? Was, uh, the Conjuring The Conjuring, two. that's right. The Conjuring 2. So it's another Conjuring spinoff? Yeah. Yep. When uh, Lorraine... I didn't see this. I actually... Warren, uh, yeah, in her house, I remember. The painting. The painting. Maybe her husband, he used to do art, right? So yeah. So I think he had this painting in his office or something. Looks like a demonic nun. Hmm. Yeah, and it came to life. And then the yeah, I remember that scene because like the lights shut off, and then you just saw like an image, and then she started yeah, coming forward. The painting. Like, what the? Yeah, f- there was a shadow. Yeah, that was like the coolest scene. Hmm. The shadow, like the painting was here. You can't see this, right? <laughs> yeah, and then the shadow so then like the moved shadow in front of, nun, of it, and then it goes right behind the painting. And it turns and like the face lines up with the, the shadow and the body. It, oh. it comes. Hmm. Comes right at you. It was it was super creepy, and and then yeah. again, you're like, you know, you could tell it was sort of going to be a spinoff. Yeah, it's a James Wan picture, mm. and he does really good horror, so I think it'll be worth watching. And um, the uh, the sequel to The Strangers comes out um, with like next month, I think, or next month or February. Really? Yeah. Um, and it's I don't I I I love The Strangers. I don't know how they're gonna take it. Any further, but I mean, that's one of them I'm suspect of. Yeah. Um, is it a different story or is it? It's a different story. Same. Okay. Well, same, it almost has to be, right? Yeah. Same, same creepy people. Just, uh, yeah, different. Just I, did people die at the end of that? I forget one. where this takes place. Uh, there, there's a trailer for it. Actually, the trailer looks like it could, it's got potential. All right. I haven't seen that trailer. I need to check it out. It's like the Purge movies. Like I, the first one was really good, and they spun them off. I was like, I don't know how these are going to be. But, but they're, 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 did a good they're, job. Like it was. Good, they're I mean, doing they, really well. They they kind of went from being horror to more like survival yeah. action kind of. Yeah. You know, like. But but I I thought it worked, and actually I think they're coming out with another one. But I think it's a prequel, yes. if I remember correctly. Hmm. I, I I I see. I can't even think about the Purge. Without thinking about uh, Rick and Morty, who's purging now? <laughs> Look who's purging now! Because that scene where they're dancing in blood, I just that just like oh. you can't you can't get any better than that. But when, when I whenever someone says, "Oh, the purge," I'm like, I can't get that thought out of my head. Think they were singing. Uh, was it? They were playing Tony, Tony, Tony. It yeah. feels good. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Dancing in blood. <laughs> That's how that episode ended, right? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah, all right. Uh, anytime someone says the purge, that's all I can think of. <laughs> all right. Well, 
we recorded an hour. Did we? Yeah. Look at that. Blew right through it. Impressive. We, we, I mean, we had quite a few uh, sidetracks, but... Uh, I just the, have to edit it down. For the most part, they, they stayed... Do we have enough to edit, you think? Yeah, absolutely. We stayed Outside of horror, I'm saying. I don't really want to include that stuff. Maybe you will, maybe you won't. Yeah, we probably. stayed topical for the most yeah. part, I think. Yeah. We kind of went off on a tangent a couple times, like when I was trying to talk about Pet Cemetery, and somehow we wind up... <laughs> Way far away from me. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I'll take partial responsibility for that. That's just kind of how my brain functions. <laughs> as as certain topics are being discussed, like all these little thought bubbles are popping like up, six like six degrees boop, of separation. Boop, boop. Yeah. Yeah. Like oh, that reminds me. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. So for next month, it's going to be finish season one of The Exorcist, finish season two of Stranger Things, watch 1922. Maybe we should try to get together. Yeah, to watch nineteen twenty two. Are you already watched somewhere it? and try to to watch one of them? Or, you yeah, know. that sounds good. Or if not for this one, since we've already got a list of things that you've already seen for for uh, February. Okay, we'll do like since it's once a month, we'll do like somewhere in the middle there. Just all get together and it's like we have been, but we just yeah, uh, and then we'll keep our thoughts to ourselves. Yeah, for that movie, yeah. and then that sounds like a plan. We'll yeah. Maybe we'll do it like we'll watch the movie like the week it. before we do the podcast, and then that way it'll be fresh in our yeah. minds. Sure. We can talk about it. That works. Or or if you know it gets to be to a point where we we can't find a night to get together, we'll all just pick the same movie and watch it solo. That and then, would be and, fine too. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Let's watch this one. Yeah. Sounds good. All right. All right. Excellent. <laughs>